Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams. Brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Well, hi there. Welcome back to Boating Insights. My name is Neil Driscoll, and today I'm going to be talking about covers and some thoughts and ideas for covers that you may want on a boat, how you might set them up, and just general maintenance as well. So look, I hope this is helpful for you. It's an area that I've ended up spending a lot of time working on through my life, and I um, I found that when they're working well on a boat, it can be amazing for working towards my famous five-minute rule of yeah, having the boat ready to go or you know, ready to leave within five minutes of arrival. Now, generally, the covers are going to be there for the protection of either the boat, the crew, or all of the above. Now, depending on what boat you've got, you may have bought a boat that came with covers, or you might be setting up a new boat for the first time. Often, it's probably a lot of you who are listening, and you've maybe bought a boat that came with covers, or you set covers up a long time ago, and maybe they're up for a bit of replacement, or, or it's on the cards in the next few years and so you just want to start thinking about what you might do now one of the things that I want you to consider with this is really make sure you take some time to have a look around at similar boats to your boat which you're probably doing anyway but in your area to see if there's any covers that you're seeing on other boats that you're not really sure what they are or why they would be there and see if you can kind of do a little bit of digging and find out now I mention this because as you would expect the names of covers can change as you go around the boat around the world but also because of the fact that you're doing an activity boating that's you know in and amongst the elements it's quite feasible that you're needing protection from different elements depending on where you're doing your boating and I'd give you a specific example now yeah, I grew up in England, lived there until I was 22, then moved to Australia. Now, in and around England, we used to have, on uh, all the sailing vessels, we used to have something called a spray dodger, which was actually a piece of canvas, often people put boat names or sail numbers on it, that was on the side of the boat, or both sides of the boat, and it protected the cockpit from the spray, hence spray dodger. You then also, when I moved to Australia everyone was referring to a, a spray dodger but they were they were talking about what I've always known as a spray hood so the you know kind of hood at the front of the boat front of a cockpit on a sailing boat that would hopefully give some protection or often they just call it a dodger now when I looked around I actually realized that no boats here when I got here actually had the need to protect themselves from that icy cold spray coming into the cockpit because even if there was a bit of water coming out from time to time, generally it's actually quite nice and refreshing and no one was really too worried about it. When it's borderline zero degrees, and you're probably a bit more focused on stopping it going down the back of your jacket. A couple of bits in there, different covers, different names, but then carrying on from that, I did a gig while I was at uni and ended up going to the Caribbean for a little bit, which was amazing. But when I got there, I realised it was actually the first time I'd ever been on a sailing boat that had... Uh, sun bimini because I'd done at that point all of my boating in and around sort of the north coast of Spain, France, English Channel, Bay of Biscay, 
sun's not normally the main thing that you're talking about with the weather in those regions. So what what I saw once we got to these amazing climates was that was then a major focus and it's something I've, you know, I've read about countless times of people setting off, for example, from Europe and doing something like the Ark and if depending where they've set the boat up, but they might have been very focused on having things like spray dodges and spray hoods. And actually then when you get to somewhere, you know, warm like the Med or the Caribbean or the Pacific Islands, actually you're then also really focused on being able to get airflow through the boat, be it motorboat, sailing boat, and also sun protection for the boat and the people on it. If you can make your covers simple to fit, that is a spectacular effort because it's not something that's always easy to do. I would highlight with this as well that two identical boats will rarely be used in an identical way. And the things that might change, for example, whether or not you're fishing, if it's sailing boats, whether or not you just race or you cruise or both, if it's any boat, the number of people that you tend to have on board, if it's moored on a marina where it might be quite easy to put covers on when you come in or it's on a mooring buoy where you need to be able to do the last cover as you kind of climb into a dinghy or onto a tender. I mention all of these things because therefore, particularly if you're buying a previously owned boat or you bought one, then the, it, you might think, why would you have set the covers up like this? But you just got to remember that the usage may well have changed. With that as well, it does mean that just because you talk to someone who might be a professional that makes covers, you need to make sure they are they and you understand the usage that you're going to be doing so that you can make these as simple as possible and you know little little things for example like putting double-sided zips on or making sure if you've got fast x clips that they're oversized and easy to use making sure that straps can be adjusted easily making sure that if if the covers are removable that it's something that can be achieved with the general number of people on board so you know an exa- example of that is if you are on a on a boat and there's you know seven or eight if you're going out fishing for the day or similar numbers and you're going racing on a yacht then there's heaps of people around to help you know sometimes obviously many hands make light work and other times too many cooks spoil the broth but there are at least a number of people that can help fold covers put them on put them off if you're on your own you want to really think about how you can make this simple and hopefully not too difficult as part of that the maintenance aside from whether or not you take covers off and have them professionally cleaned or you clean them yourself please avoid putting jet gurneys or jet washers anywhere near them because you just destroy the fabric and the stitching basically everything as that's not a good idea but you know soft light cleaning by hand is really good for the covers professional cleaning is often great because it'll be inspected as well but on a simple maintenance just making sure that they're actually fitted properly all the time you know if they've got pulled off to one side or the other, adjust the straps and make sure that things are fitted because they were cut that way. And if they're left with loose straps or not quite balanced how they were intended when they were set up, it's quite likely you'll end up with water pulling and that might well stretch the fabric, which can deteriorate the stitching, possibly end up with broken zips. And and it's often just a very small thing will have a knock-on effect. Within that as well, it's a hard balance to decide what to do with this, but often small repairs m- might be on covers. It's actually, they'll often be very inexpensive if you just need like a zipper replacing or something, but they are often quite annoying if you do need to get the cover off to be put through a professional sale 
maker's machine or a trimmer's machine that you know you can't often you can't work on a a thick heavy duty fabric on a standard home machine so just bear in mind that can seem a bit over the top sometimes to get covers repaired just for minor issues but really think about one if you're setting them up from scratch if there's a way that you can make it easy to get the covers or easier to get the whole cover off if you need to so it doesn't become four people for half a day but also if possible trying to plan around just carrying out minor repairs if they come up will often get get you a lot more life out of the covers and make them easier to use long term so that's just something for you to think about now the weather protection covers so i'm kind of talking about full deck covers or um believe it or not covers that go over covers so for example if you've got clears that you look through the covers that go over those to protect them from the sun and the elements or full deck to protect timber woodwork etc there's things that you can do that can just make your life a lot easier even if you actually already own them this is something you can do as part of a standard service is putting things like red and green tabs on them so that you can you know which side's port and starboard maybe even just labeling you can even just stick spinnaker sail repair tape on uh, or a mark pen depending what you want to do but you can label bow stern or top bottom uh, consider even if you've got lines that run down one so it one side or the other you might color coordinate those to make it easier to know which ones are in a certain part of the boat just anything you can do that when you get a massive bundle of covers arrive in the cockpit that just means that you're not there with them flapping in the wind turning them over three times trying to work out which end goes at the front and if you've got it the right way up that's all i'm getting to and that kind of goes back to what i'm saying it's spectacular effort if you can make them simple and easy to fit and definitely the the best trimmers I've seen over the time have really paid attention to making sure that that is easy for you as well as looking good. Some of the key terms or thoughts for your covers that, that I wanted to mention then. So where are you going to store them? Uh, is, is it feasible? Can you keep them all together? Do they need a little... Is it worth making like a small bag or just getting something simple that you can keep everything in so that you're not scrambling around trying to find it at the bottom of a locker? If you are looking at replacement depends often you could get you know framework you can often just use indefinitely but depending on the elements that you're in and how well they were made to start with 10 years would be a great result for covers a lot of the time and less than that depends on how well they were fitted and how much you know if they've been uh, left flapping around or with minor repairs not attended to that could easily go down to five years so that's kind of what I'm getting to as well with thinking about the maintenance. Removal, so if you are taking them all the way off or if you need to get them out of the way, for example, when you're cruising, you might want more covers set up or but if you're fishing or racing, you might want to get a load of stuff out of the way so you've got much clearer deck. How hard is that or how easy can it be? Also, make sure that as you're reviewing your general boating, you just pay attention with the covers. If 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 what you're doing is changing, you, you know, I drive past a boat quite close to my house. I've worked with for years, and over the last ten years or so, it's gone from a husband and wife going out with quite young boys on board and really wanting it to be as simple as possible. To then now, <laughs> the boys are pretty much you know seventeen and twenty, and they're racing with some of their parents friends and there's now whole different setup of covers 
that where we were putting things like the spray hood on and off now it's just literally only goes on for deliveries to race regattas and i mention this because it's it it's important to pay attention to what you're actually going to do so that you don't just end up with not hundreds but maybe you know a dozen covers where actually you only need three or four of them and half the time you're taking them off so you might and leaving them off so you might put the boat into different modes if you like so like maybe racing mode or fishing mode or delivery mode or um, this is what we do in summer and it's what we do in winter don't be afraid to change it just make sure that you're giving it a bit of thought and you, you might find you've just got year round same all the time but it's, it's a good thing to pay attention to then the last part of this is anything you can do to make your life easier so labeling color coordination simplicity of make if you can have as i mentioned like over-engineered zips or i'm a massive fan of that for example pay the extra 25 dollars and get the really heavy duty zip that will last two years longer might not look as slick but who really cares if it works and it doesn't break it you're never going to notice make sure that you have therefore thought about how you can care and maintain it and final thought if you see something that you really like remember to take a picture of that cover and if possible even who made it because you might be able to look them up on something like instagram and uh get in contact and find it uh but also it you'll never be able to describe it well enough for someone else to make it later so or if you can you're truly exceptional so if you do see something that you think looks quite cool even if it's on a really different boat make sure you just take a picture of it so that you've got an idea if you're reviewing or setting up a boat in the future i hope this has been helpful uh you know i always like to have you covered and i'm pretty happy that was my only cover pun for this whole podcast so thanks for listening